the know for Thursday, August 19th, the 231st day of 2021. There are 134 days left in the year. Good morning, MV. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. High school football season is almost here. That's uh, on tap for tomorrow. We'll tell you about that. We'll also have uh, the weekend funny tweets and day number nine of Where's Quacky plus the water cooler question. It'll be your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I feel like I've done a thousand things this morning. Yeah, I mean, you've been productive. <laughs> yes. But you're still smiling. Yes. Yes, you like yeah. to smile. I do. Who smiles more, men or women? Um, well, I can't say overall, <laughs> but in our home, I can say. Does that count? Yeah, you can say in our home. In our home, I smile the most. You, you think you smile the most? Absolutely. It's the ladies by a landslide. Women smile about 62 times or more a day compared to men, on average, who smile only eight times a day on average. There are some real wow. sourpuss males out there to bring that <laughs> average down to eight times per day, especially in comparison to 62 for the ladies. Right. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Onk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even downtown Browntown. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, you, you're giving me sh- the shakes just thinking about that. Anxiety. Just that. Yeah. The anxiety that you got to go to downtown Browntown. <laughs> yeah. It really. It's not I about have... downtown Browntown. It's just about the season starting in general. Yes. No, it's more just that uh, cell phone service doesn't exist in downtown uh, Browntown, and when you're when, when you're running. And putting faith, just, there's extra, <laughs> extra oh, semblances you, of you stress. You just about talked yourself into a corner there, didn't you? Well, I mean, it's, no, it's just, it's, it, but yes, you are right that there are, there's about 48 hours of work that need to be done in about 36 hours. Sure. Well, I mean, that's, yes, absolutely. And anytime you start a new season and anytime you go to Edmondson County, it's a challenge and not just on the norm. I mean, on the normal, it's challenging, but uh, new athletic director, but luckily we have a great relationship with the new athletic director. We mm-hmm. have good relationships with the IT people there. Not so great a relationship with the head coach, but that's neither here are there it's just you know it's one of those oh, one of those I things mean, i think we're going to be thrilled to see one another tomorrow night <laughs> I'm, I'm certain of it uh i am happy that the yankees swept the red Sox. got picked up uh two see, and a double head we don't need to talk about yesterday. baseball we can talk about high school football there's good news the tobacco bowls tomorrow we don't need to talk about I baseball s- i spent most of the summer I'm like uh yankees uh yankees but you know at least they've got a one game lead in that uh, top wildcard spot over the Red Sox and the and the A's. So uh, the Reds will get it worked out. You know, they, they're well, still one and a half games out of the wildcard. I'm not yeah, too worried I mean, yet. It's, it's, there's, there's, there's time. There's, they got the rest of August and most of September to go. So we're all right. Uh, weather-wise, heavy rain this morning. You may have experienced some, and you may continue to experience some more in some uh, isolated fashions. But uh, the longer the day goes, the less likelihood for those heavy downpours. We will see... Um, if we jump ahead to early next week, the heat is going to be locked into early next week. Then another cold front potentially arriving later in the week to cool us back down. But for the weekend, uh, look for the high about 90. And today, in particular, you'll see rain chance of 80%, a high of 84, 73 tonight, then 89, 90-something 90 in that range tomorrow. Then Saturday, Sunday, going to be like 90, 90. Uh, but the weather should be nice for tomorrow night and for Saturday and Sunday what, as what's well. What's our kickoff forecast right, as of right now, roughly? Uh, um, well, just for tomorrow night, the, the forecast in general, partly cloudy, a 10% chance of rain. Friday night and a low of 74. So I think you're sold. Normally what you have to worry about for kickoff Friday is heat and humidity delaying the start of the game. Yes, or lots of rain. Or lots of rain. And one usually leads to the other. Correct. Correct. It rains and then it gets extremely Correct. hot and humid. Uh, that'll probably <laughs> wait for the week after next week, which would be uh 
County County Fair Week. So, the uh, in case you haven't heard, when I saw the TSA say yesterday that they had extended their order to wear masks on planes into uh, 2022, uh, I first read it, it was until January. And I thought, January, that's forever away. And then I thought, you know, January really isn't that far away by by way of four and a half months deciding we're doing something that we don't know how long we're going to be living with the Delta variant, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> I will also tell you that I I was uh, I had some level of angst yesterday or day before when you know we're dealing with the Delta variant, and then I realized that we. In uh, Israel, they're dealing with the, like the Lambda variant, and I thought, "Oh dear Lord, we don't have to go through the entire Greek alphabet with this, do we?" <laughs> I mean, to get to to Lambda. Luckily, the the uh, our alphabet and the Greek alphabet don't exactly line up, but there are other variants out there. So I guess we have to consider this is the one that we're dealing with right now. And the TSA says masks on planes. Until January, at least. Let's not forget, early July, we had legislators in Congress saying they were going to pass a law saying no masks. Like, there was no reason to be wearing masks on public transportation, even in early July. And I kind of started to agree. Like, yeah, I mean, really, what's the big deal? Well, Delta said, well, I'll show you what the big deal is. And we continue to... uh, I am really liking those my plans versus Delta plans. Yeah, all the various memes on Twitter. Matt Jones is is pretty solid. Like I'll it. give him that. My plans versus the Delta variants plans. It's uh, unless you're on Twitter, you probably don't. Yeah, I, I don't get it. So I don't yeah. Twitter. Well, so it's something. <laughs> so it's what you intend to do. So it's like a picture of. All right, to give you an example, our friend George Lindsay this morning posted a meme, and on the left was my plans, and that was Rick Petito, Rick Patino. And then on the right-hand side of the screen was Delta's plans, and it was Katina Powell. Right? <laughs> yeah, Is that what yeah, you yeah, see no, that this yeah, morning? No, no. I didn't so, see that, but that makes sense, yes. It again, was don't get that. Matt Jones and then Amy <laughs> McGrath. Yeah. Right, that was that Because he was holding it, an Emmy... Yes, yes. Will Will Levis eating a banana with mm-hmm. the peel on? Ryan Lemon eating a, right. They're just they're they're um, okay. Just I guess I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I don't you'll know. just have but to. But I don't be, think be, I'm going to get it. Be careful looking up Katina Powell. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't you don't yeah. want to do that. Okay. Uh, also, U.S. health officials announced yesterday even more firmly: be prepared for a booster if you've been vaccinated. Uh, you are likely still unsure when the Johnson & Johnson boosters might uh, begin, but uh, they'll probably, if you got the single-dose Johnson & Johnson, you probably need a booster, they say, but not exactly sure when that rollout will be. But for Pfizer and Moderna, I think all Americans who have it, they'll start with the immunocompromised or people that have underlying health issues, then they'll roll out to the uh, rest of the Americans starting, I think, the week of September the 20th. And I would hope by then the FDA gives the permanent use authorization on these vaccines and then also gives uh, permission on uh, recommending the booster as well. That might calm some nerves of people who remain to be hesitant because that's another category of people, right? You've, and we need to be careful about lumping in and say there are people who are anti-vaccine that say never. And I read earlier this week, I think it was 15%. But there's a whole big other group of people that just remain hesitant. They're not saying never. They're just saying, I'm not yet convinced. And I think as days go by and you continue to see the spike in cases and you see younger people being impacted, you see the increasing number of people on ventilators and you see young people dying, that is going to serve to get you out of the hesitant category and into the I'm going to follow through category. Well, did you hear the caller on KSR earlier this week that called in and said and asked Matt Jones if he thought that UK would require vaccines to go to games? Mm -hmm. And Matt said he didn't expect that, but he just asked just out of curiosity, would that make you go get it? And he said, absolutely. Yeah, there are some people. that. But it was just interesting hearing that 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 was an admittance, that that would be the the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, let me take you back to March of this year. So I, I... I do not at all criticize that person for their thinking. Because if I take you back to March of this year, why did I get the vaccine? 
because I wanted to be able to travel and go places that I wanted to go. And if you had told me, if you don't get vaccinated, you can't go, then I said, okay, give it to me. That's my motivation. I don't need a vaccine to stay home and avoid people. I want a va- I wanted the vaccine to resume life as closely as we could find it again. So yes, I think there is a lot, there's a lot to that. And I have also been, I don't know if you call that exactly fear of missing out, but really it is the, if, unless you do this, you can't do this. And it might not be a freedom or a right guaranteed by the Bill of Rights or a freedom protected by our Constitution, but it's a luxury or something that I really enjoy to do that is not guaranteed to me. And they say, you can't do this unless you follow through with this behavior. I'm going, well. Well, there have been some teams that have done that. The Las Vegas Raiders have already instituted that. The National Association of Broadcasters announced yesterday, if you want to go to their show in October in Las Vegas, you must be vaccinated. I saw that email come through, and I didn't read it. So I was curious about that yesterday. I did read read it. it. That um... that doesn't (laughs) surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. And we're going to be uh, this is this is what's going to serve. And again, these are not this is not the government telling you you have to be vaccinated. Private corporations. These are private organizations and entities saying for the health and safety of society in general, the health and wellness of yourself and others to do business with us or to participate in our event. We need to see that you're doing your part to control, you know, to to be beyond the pandemic. But as far as your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, I don't, you know, the government really can't say, well, you've got the freedom of speech, you've got the freedom of expression, you have the freedom of religion. There's not really, I mean, you can maybe back this into one of those freedoms, but it's not explicitly said that you you are, you have the right to travel on an airplane or the freedom, the freedom to fly. Well, no, you'd also don't have the freedom to drive. No, nope. you you have to prove that you're capable of driving. You have to be a certain age to do yes, so. You have to meet certain criteria. So, uh, three thousand five hundred seventy-six new cases reported yesterday. Nine deaths. Four people in their forties. Of the new cases, nearly a thousand twenty-eight percent were eighteen or younger. Four hundred sixty-six people in ICU. Of the 1,700 hospitalized, 229 people are on a ventilator. That's an average of two per county. So if we're at 230, roughly, you got 120 counties. you got closing in on 240 people on a ventilator. And all but six of Kentucky's counties are in the red. And by the way, most of Kentucky's counties, they're not even barely in the red. They're way in the red. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not even... Not even close. Uh, Lee County Schools was the first to cancel uh, schools Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. Now, not County Schools has canceled yesterday, today, and tomorrow, trying to uh, stave off an outbreak there. And so I think that has a lot of people around the state just waiting. Like, okay, what are other schools going to going to do you know grayson county because of the first week and there not being a mask mandate i started seeing reports of uh, higher level of of quarantine and i've not checked the dashboard is there a current are we still using the dashboard do you know if it's still i don't available? believe it is i'd be curious to know what the current metrics are because i i maintain that a lot of this when you say a thousand of the three thousand nearly a third are 18 and under then you have to think a lot of those are school kids that are positive. They might not be ill, but they're positive, and then that leads to quarantines. Well, and then you're, you're mentioning schools, but also, I mean, you mentioned earlier in the show, high school football starts tomorrow, and there's already a bunch of different teams that have had to cancel, and it's kind of interesting. The, the, it, I don't want to call it a pro to this by any means, but it's interesting seeing all the different matchups that come up that people don't usually have, but you're seeing it. Let me say it to you this way as well, just without being overly specific. Also, very small schools that have a hard time fielding teams anyway. Mm-hmm. When they, t- when you take the per- if you just say, okay, of all school kids, X percent are going to be quarantined at any time because of a positive exposure, and then you remove that percentage from a roster of volleyball, uh, football, whatever, Basketball. band, anything, yeah. it leaves you without the ability to field a team which leads to forfeits. And so I, I'm not sure that we're going to make it through the high school football season just all rosy and there may be some bumps in the road at some point in time because of the le- number of people quarantined and unable to to play, unable to participate. 
some good news uh, later this week after earlier this week, the Grayson County Health Department having to announce that they were pausing tests due to a deficit in their supply of kits. They have partnered with a uh, nearby company, Blue Water Lab, based in Mount Washington, to offer COVID-19 testing at the health department today and tomorrow, 9 to 4. No appointment is necessary. So I think uh, the Owensboro Health Twin Lakes uh, drive through testing is still open to you. And now also today between 8 and 4, no appointment is necessary. You can see the health department, and they do have tests available. You will need uh, a photo ID and an insurance card. So that's uh, Or if you're uninsured, Social says. Security card. Social Security right. number. You're going to need your Social Security number or your insurance card. Yeah. And um, I, I, would go, I was going to give the phone number, but they don't need the extra phone traffic. They've got plenty of phone traffic anyway. Just go if you need to be. You know where it is. If you need to be tested. Uh, State Representative Lynn Bechler Bechler of Marion has proposed a bill in the General Assembly to negate Governor Andy Bashir's recent mask mandate. Bill request 359 would provide the license or certification of a child care center not be refused or revoked for refusing to require facial coverings. The proposed bill would also prohibit requiring facial coverings on property owned, leased, or operated by public post-secondary education institutions, including school buses. Go back to who, who, who will you listen to? You know, for making smart, wise decisions that protect yourself, your family, your community around you, who who will you listen to? So if you're tired of listening to the governor and then you won't you won't take the advice of healthcare professionals, even though they're overwhelmingly saying that this is a, a good idea, that the risk is worth it, you know, in the end you will have you will have appreciated most likely the risk of the vaccine versus the risk of what happens to you if you are on a ventilator in an ICU with COVID nineteen. But now we've got legislators that continue to politicize this and you know, I I, I maintain our liberties and our freedoms are going to be tested. We're going to find out really where they begin and where they end, but there's an intersection of those. You know, for the people who say freedom always freedom, well, but your freedom eventually impacts my freedom. Your freedom to make your freedom to shoot firecrackers off in the middle of the night next door to my house is impacting my freedom of peace. You know, or whatever I'm so there's just a confluence of all of these all these ideas. And I this is no knock on our our local legislators. So when I say this, this is this is not a knock. And it's not a knock necessarily on this guy because I don't know him. But I do know there are some really misguided legislators, not just in Kentucky, but all over the country who are trying to espouse some type of political ideology that's just not based in logic or fact. And I don't know and this. That's every party too. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. all over the it's all over the board. And the other thing is, I found in Texas where Governor Abbott was basically trying to take the Ron DeSantis play and say you can't mandate masks, et cetera. You got a lot of universities that are saying, "Well, we'll write it into our dress code." You know, you got to wear pants, got to wear shirt, got to wear a mask. Got it. So there, there, there's there's a loophole, right? There's a workaround to most all of this. Max Wise may run for governor. Can we infer from his name that he's more qualified than the others? Like, you know, uh, many of our names come from, our surnames come from an ancestry in certain profession. Is his last name Wise because he was known to, for like from a family with lots of wisdom? Or is he a wise guy kind of thing? You know, I, like he, could, he, he could be a wise guy. I wonder you a wise guy. Yeah. But he's one know. of those people that was mentioned by name at Fancy Farm by Representative Comer saying that you may be hearing Max Wise's name a lot next year, along with Kelly Craft. Uh, you may also hear Ryan Quarles' name running for governor. You've already and, got uh, Mike Harmon. Yeah, Mike Harmon. And the thing, I like Mike Harmon. Mike Harmon is the is the dad joke of politicians, and I think it's a it's a label he proudly wears. He, you know, loves quips and anecdotes and things like that. I I don't know. I, Mike's done a great job as auditor, as far as I'm concerned, but I don't know that Mike has the charisma that people look for in a governor. He's an auditor. Yeah, he's, he's an auditor. I mean, he's an and, auditor. And, and so as someone who grew up in a house in an accountant's household, <laughs> I, so I know that sometimes auditors and accountants they're a little bit they're a little bit different, you know. So I just I like Mike, but I I'm just wondering that on the in the political landscape when you step up to try for the big chair, when you're running against the Ryan Quarles and the potentially the Kelly Crafts and the 
Especially when Kelly Craft, she she got a little bit of money. Yes, she she does She's have got a little bit of money. She does have a little <laughs> bit. Uh, firefighters have to blast. I read this. I first read this. And I think why could this be? Firefighters say to battle a car fire involving a Tesla involves forty times more water than your average car. Why? Because. The average car that burns gasoline takes 500 to 1,000 gallons of water, but a car, a Tesla that has a battery pack in Electrical it, fire. takes 40,000 gallons of water because once that battery cell, that lithium battery cell, catches fire, it's a doozy. And it's hot. Too, and it burns really, really hot, and that's that why it needs sense. more water. It also makes <laughs> me wonder is that eventually if we're all driving Teslas or lithium battery cars, if fire departments will no longer carry as much water on the tank, they'll have some other type of chemical that will treat, you know, that will b- battle these fires faster. I guess it I mean, could be a possibility as cars adapt and their technology is different than the way that we battle blazes and, uh, you know, maybe maybe water doesn't do the trick anymore. So I don't uh, I don't know. And then I saw, did you see the guy in Mallorca, Spain or whatever, driving down the road without the the wheel on his car? Have you, you seen I've this? not seen that. It's, he's just like he was driving in the middle lane and he just he's driving down the road. He doesn't have a front right wheel. He's just kind of cruising along like nothing's wrong. And I thought... That's something you could see on the bypass in Litchfield about every day of the week <laughs> if you tried hard enough. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Day number nine of Where's Quacky coming up here on In the Know. That's when you need someone. Someone that you, you can call. Today is Potato Day. Big fan. Can you, you like potatoes? Can you imagine how much different life would be without potatoes? I cannot imagine. I mean, they're everywhere. <laughs> I mean, really, when you think about it, all French the different fries, ways. Look, I could, I could completely go uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump on potatoes, you know. <laughs> Potato cakes, <laughs> all rotten potatoes, French fried potatoes, baked potatoes, scalloped potatoes, mashed potatoes. Do you, go on Do you and count on and like on sweet on potato on. in there too? They're like cousins. You know, I like they're those cousins. I mean, I that, like them. They're those cousins that show up once a year, and you go, "Oh, okay, yeah, it's the holidays." You like good baked sweet potato every once in a while. All right oh, with, I do. I'll yeah. be all right with not seeing you for the rest of the year. You know, kind of go back to wherever you live. So that's how I feel about sweet potatoes. They show up a couple times a year. You know. Have a family reunion and then go on back. <laughs> it's, I'm fine. The weird uncle? Is that what you're kind of saying? I don't know if they're the weird uncle. There might be like the... That second cousin? More cousins. More like odd cousins. More, mm-hmm. more than weird. Not so every much weird uncle, every but... Every family's got one. Odd cousin. That's the That's the sweet potato as far as I'm concerned. And by the way, I think one of my problems with sweet potatoes... Is I find them to be inaptly named. They're improperly labeled. There's nothing sweet about them without putting the brown sugar and the butter and the whatever on them. Absolutely. I think they're pretty sweet. Sweet potatoes are sweet. Mm -hmm. Compared to a regular potato? Yes. I mean, but. Sam agrees. I'm with her on this one. I don't know. I love sweet potatoes. I'm about to just call them like less starchy potatoes. Because that's. I don't know. Well, you do. And you, you. Got, you got to put some some pecans on there and some. Oh, you mean to sweeten them up? <laughs> and, well, pecans won't sweeten them up if you just put some pecans on there. No, no. All and of a sudden, some you, marshmallows. All of a sudden, you've got a dessert. Sugar. Now, listen, you've got a dessert. Potatoes Sam, shouldn't be in dessert. You were in my can, <laughs> so I can do a sweet potato. Just put butter on it and be and be done. Like yeah. love it. The restaurant I worked at growing up, we had sweet potato fries and the sauce that they dip it in was like a butter mm. uh, and cinnamon sugar and it was like a syrup of sorts. People I, I love potatoes it. so much. I'm a little bit afraid of insulting regular potatoes if I'm over here with some sweet potatoes. You know, it's kind of like me in Disney World. I don't need Mickey Mouse to catch me at Universal. Like, I <laughs> You're two-timing me. I'm like, okay, Mickey. It's also aviation day today. I don't want russet potatoes to get mad at me. 
I don't want Idaho potato to look at me and go, no more potato for you. Well, I certainly don't want the Yukon Gold to get mad at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Yukon Gold, they make for some uh, good mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Aviation Day today because it's the anniversary of Orville Wright's birth. And it is Soft Serve Ice Cream Day. Mm. Good. Thank you, Lord, for the invention of soft serve ice cream. I, I mean, it is it is so convenient and portable, and it goes on a cone so much better than scooped ice cream. Oh, I, and at the cafeteria at WKU, there was a soft serve ice cream machine, <laughs> and you'd walk in. It was one of the first things, and always the line <laughs> would be like wrapped around. You'd have the line for the sandwiches, which would be about four or five people. The line for the soft serve, though, yep, it wouldn't matter if it was February the first. I was yep. never in that line. Um, Sam, have you ever been on a cruise? No. Okay. Well, when you go, you'll spend a lot of time standing in the soft serve ice cream line because it's just all the soft serve ice cream that you can have. And so the line for it is longer than the line for the chocolate fountain. So I'm just just saying. Now, you can take your soft serve ice cream over there to the chocolate fountain and say, "Give (laughs) give me a little of that. I would have a hard time. So using my ideology on sweet potatoes versus russet potatoes, I I would kind of be afraid to insult scooped ice cream, tub ice cream, well, ice cream diff- that's yeah, by they're the gallon. Different. They're different. Because I love soft serve ice cream, but the original ice cream is the underpinning to all ice cream. Now, do you go vanilla, the swirl, chocolate? What, I, what do you do? I actually prefer the swirl. <laughs> swirl? I, I like the swirl best. Once once the swirl became available, I thought best of both worlds. Well, and I will tell you, if you are on a cruise, you have to hurry. So I don't really care for ice cream in any fashion. But I would get him the soft serve, and I would have to run pretty much sure, all the yeah. way to mm-hmm. the under, like the other end of the boat, to get yeah. it his ice cream before it melted. There's a whole. There, there is a. You are on the on the clock yeah. from the moment they hand it to you. You're you on gotta, the clock in yeah, a way you go. that you're not with scooped ice cream, or at least not right. so much. You have to. You have to make some level of commitment the moment that you choose to have it. Mm-hmm. You know, there. Mm-hmm. There's no. Well, my there's par- no being indifferent to it. There's no being, you know, you you got to be serious about it. <laughs> my parents are going on their first ever cruise in a couple weeks, so I'll send them that tip. Oh, yeah. As soon as they get home, say, but Except did you have the soft serve? They're going to Alaska, though, so I'm not sure that oh, that's... Doesn't matter. Doesn't I mean, matter. Soft, okay. it'll be, okay. They'll have soft serve. Noted. You got it. Noted. You I will let them know. Absolutely, they got it. The Weekend Funny Tweets. Do you want Quacky? Reserve. Oh, I forgot. Today is... Uh, I got so focused. By the way... Does Quacky like ice cream? I just said I don't want I don't want sweet potatoes and russet potatoes together. So some people could object and say, "But you want chocolate and vanilla ice cream together?" But that's see, I I realize different though, right? I I would like to think it's different, but then I kind of like to be consistent. Well, look at Neapolitan ice cream. You get all three. I don't like Neapolitan ice cream, actually. You don't like strawberry? I, I like I like all three of those flavors individually. I don't really like the three of them. I don't know why. There's something about if you if you gave me a swirl cone and it was vanilla and chocolate and strawberry, I'd say, no, thank you. I'll just take the vanilla and chocolate. You want a little green eggs and ham there. I don't like the three of them. I don't know why. I thought... <laughs> well, just so you know. Um, when you pick up groceries today, you are getting Neapolitan ice cream. Well, just so you know, you don't have to worry about me eating it before it gets home. Well, okay. <laughs> maybe out of one end. <laughs> or maybe out of the middle. <laughs> this is the flavor I want. <laughs> Day number nine of Where's Quacky? It's uh, your chance to win. I guess we better button up day number eight first. Yesterday, Quacky spent the day at the um, Firefighters Memorial Park Splash Pad. That is where did did a lot of people know? Sam? Yeah, did a lot yeah, of people yeah. know that, that, that one was one that everybody yeah. got. Quacky was at the Splash Pad yesterday, and Amberly Cockrell Gaither knew. Uh, she was one of many that knew, but she was randomly selected to now have her very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta and a K105 t-shirt. Congratulations to you, Amberly. You may win $1,000 on Labor Day. Now, today, you, I, you know the old name that tune? I can name this mm-hmm. tune in a half a beat. Like, mm-hmm. when as soon as that came up, I knew immediately where today's <laughs> is. So, um, where's Quacky today? 
Go on over to the K105 Facebook page and in the comment section of the photo, not here in the show thread, over on the photo post, comment where Quacky is spending the day today and this time tomorrow I may announce your name as having your very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta where you could win $1,000. But most importantly, also go to gc-alliance.com and adopt a duck for the Ducking Hunger Regatta. Day number nine of Where's Quacky? We're tomorrow. This time tomorrow, we'll be at the halfway point. Yeah. Of Where's Quacky? That is right. So, I'm curious where Quacky's headed tomorrow. Because I know today. <laughs> you do know today. I got. I feel pretty th- good. There is a. I mean, Quacky's gotten me on a couple of them because I don't. I don't know where he is. You know, if you know, you know. If mm-hmm. you don't know, you could probably narrow it down to a fifty-fifty shot. Mm-hmm. But and see, the, the issue is that there's been some 50-50 shots so far that people have missed. That's so true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Uh, the Weekend Funny tweets, uh, not a lot of stuff going on, but a couple of things. Uh, Sydney Battle, these are from women, by the way. Sydney Battle said, I only know about the astrological signs that pertain to me or men who have wronged me. <laughs> All right. The volatile mermaid said, "Any flight can be a Delta flight if you refuse to get vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> you could be flying Delta on United or American or or Southwest." And Eden Danger said, "Again, these are the weak and funny tweets from women." Eden said, "I hate this pandemic. If I wanted to waste my thirties, I would have gotten married and started a family." <laughs> well, I mean, some people have been. <laughs> kind of kind of limited. Uh, quickly, a couple of headlines running uh, short this segment because I'm having to defend my position on sweet potatoes too much. And ice cream. Special education <laughs> teacher shortage impacting 48 states. Hmm. 48 states. 14% of all public school students receive some kind of special education services during the 1920 school year. Every state except New Hampshire and New Mexico are expect shortages in special education teachers for the 21-22 school year. You know, when I went to school, I don't know how many, what percentage of people actually were in what would be called special ed. But it certainly has grown because we diagnose, diagnose so many things differently uh, some 40 years later than we did in the late 70s and, and early 80s. And so as a result, then it's driven the need as more students get classified as needing some type of uh, I don't know, a non-traditional isn't the Extra. word. Specialized, you know, mm-hmm. specialized education or an IEP of some kind. Yeah. So what were the two states? We need uh, more professionals. New Hampshire and New Mexico okay. are the only ones that say they don't have. Now, I don't know if, do they do it differently? Do they, you know, do they, yeah, is it more of an incentive? And we're seeing North Carolina, one public school system in North Carolina is offering a $3,500 incentive to new special education teachers. And bless their hearts. I mean, this is a, it really has to be a calling because I know the average teacher has a lot of challenges. Part of it is because society has decided that they have to do more than just teach all of a sudden. Uh, But even in the case of special education teachers where it's it's almost like a combination of ministry and profession, and sometimes you have to get – it can be heartbreaking, but it can also be rewarding. But my guess is special special education teachers – this is just my guess – special education teachers probably carry a heavier load home at the end of every day than maybe your average teacher who teaches English. Probably a safe, I would think so. Or, a, or a very a more specific type of stress or weight or problem that they feel. But again, I don't. I'm not a teacher. I, but I guess that would probably be. Now, I saw this story and it warmed my heart because of something that happened yesterday. We were extremely proud yesterday because Miss Alea got to clip up at school. She got to clip up to superstar. All right, so they have awesome. they have incentives in their classroom that you know if you're if you have to clip down that's bad, but if you Maybe. get to clip up, then you there are some rewards, and See, it's all based upon. We only had the option to clip down when I was in school. We had the card system. 
You started at the top? You started at the top, oh. and you could only go down. Well, Miss Amy is doing, we're starting at the See, average. I like that. And I, I think, like that. I think everybody I think should great. start at average, yeah, and then like you either go to the basement or you go up to the first floor, whichever <laughs> you might like to do. But when we heard the news, so she was wearing a sticker yesterday that said, Superstar, she got to clip up. And I said, is there anything above Superstar? She said, yes, pink, and you get candy and a toy. So she already knew what the incentive was. So anyway, we were celebrating that yesterday. And then I'm reading where a former teacher explains why she kept a disconnected landline phone mounted to her classroom wall. She was a preschool teacher, and she had one of the old rotary phones on her wall that didn't work. It wasn't connected to anything. But her way of motivating young people is that when she would catch them doing something that needed to be complimented or rewarded, she would go over and pick the phone up off the wall and start talking into it. But she did not call their parents. She did not call home to report. She would call Minnie Mouse. She would call Paw Patrol. She would call like anybody that so she thought would motivate. And she'd say, you know, Johnny just uh, did something, and he was very polite to his neighbor, and blah, blah, blah. And the kids would just... Beam. How awesome. And I thought, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Listen, you got to get creative, right, in helping kids find their way, and that's a good way of doing it. we got to get to a break. Today's water cooler question, it will be your chance to win, is coming up here on In the Know. You know, less than 10% of criminals commit 67% of all crimes. Okay, sorry. We're like going back to the card system there. <laughs> yeah, like, that's probably right. Yeah, 10% of criminals commit about 67% that's probably of, about all, like, of all crimes. That probably yeah, is Yeah, the, the card right. system, you could tell easily who, who, who were the troublemakers. Yeah, it also reminded me, and I, I now won't be able to use it, but it's something that um, I laughed at this morning, but I thought, oh, yeah, this is, that's, that's powerful. Uh, it was They were talking about professional athletes and sports and uh, which, by the way, sports is awesome, uh, <laughs> said the loudest boos come from the cheapest seats. Like when mm-hmm. you go to a ball game, the loudest yeah. boos come from the cheapest seats. And mm-hmm. I'm like, huh, yeah, I can yeah, I can see that. I can kind of see that. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. And it'll be you'll be texting your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Going to give you your choice of theme park tickets for today. The question is this. Four in ten of us wouldn't buy a car if it didn't have one of these. Four in ten of us wouldn't buy a car if it didn't have one of these. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. You know, I spent some time yesterday talking about garbage cans in cars. And so we're following up with a water cooler question today about some features on cars. Four in ten of us would not buy a car if it didn't have one of these. And I'll tell you, I've never bought a car based upon one of these, but I also will say that yeah, if I didn't have one, I probably would go, hey, what's up with this? I feel like we might be thinking on the same wavelength. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. Text 270-259-6000. If you're looking for some new kicks, Ned Flanders from The Simpsons, one of their um, most famous characters. You now have your very own Ned Flanders shoes. Was Fl- Flanders what lives next door mm-hmm. to the Simpsons? And, he's, and he so, owns the left-handed store, ah, which is yeah. a thing only for left-handed That's people. That's true. Are these two left two left feet shoes? Or no, are they he's a left left-handed, and a right? not left-footed. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm left-handed, but I'm also left-footed. Um, I could see you rocking those. That oh. Those look like Ned Flanders. Yeah. Oh, those my. shoes look like Ned Flanders, without a doubt. They may catch on. Kids will wear things if they decide they're cool. They don't care if they're if they're uh, a little uncon, unconventional. I also read this morning that you know yesterday we announced that Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost were having a baby, uh, had a baby, 
They kept that on the down low until they just admitted yesterday. They People wondered why she didn't do a whole lot of press in support of her latest movie. That, yeah. And it's because she was trying to hide that uh, pregnant. But they named um, their child Cosmo. After yeah. Cosmo Kramer, I guess. I, so. I mean, please. I mean, please. It seemed to. It was, was it? Didn't Cosmo Kramer spell his name different though? Maybe was it with a K? I think it was with a K. So I, I guess, think it was with a K. I guess it's a possibility. Uh, text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Yeah, twenty two eighty six knows that cup holder was the correct answer. Yeah, got it cup holder now i don't buy one i like i don't buy one going i really like the cup holders on this vehicle but can you imagine not having one no well i also put on backup camera now that i have it yeah it's it's a great thing uh, to have. now eventually everything's gonna happen I mean, any, every new vehicle has to have one so but you still got vehicles out there that are older that don't have one but yeah once you get used to it and then you get in one that doesn't have it my dad recently like, got a car that has a front end camera now Really? Mm-hmm. So you can see uh, uh, beyond the nose? Mm-hmm. I guess that'll pr- uh, keep people from running into the curb. That, and it's a Jeep, <laughs> so it's made for trail run when you're riding, riding oh, on trails as well. But you can find all sorts of sounds like it's a Jeep. Uses. It sounds like it's a Jeep thing. Mm-hmm. And I, um, this story was interesting to me. You know, there's some benefits to having a seven-time Super Bowl winning champion dad. And Jack Brady is enjoying some of those perks. Jack Brady is now he's thirteen year old, thirteen year old son of Tom Brady, and he is a, a new he's got a new ball boy position with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And to the point that the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a joint practice earlier this week, and Mike Vrabel, the uh, head coach of the Titans and former Tom Brady teammate, tweeted a photo yesterday. It says, here's Jack Brady talking with his favorite former Patriot, also pictured Tom Brady. So as if to say, <laughs> Mike Vrabel is is Jack Brady's uh, favorite former uh, Patriot, but uh, there he is. Do you think Jack Brady will have a future as a football player? I mean, his, his dad's pretty good. It's a possibility. I mean, it comes from pretty good stock on being able to able to do that. He's likely also to be seven and a half feet tall because his mother's <laughs> extremely tall. Yeah, that is true. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. Isn't your ability to admit you're wrong largely dependent upon the attitude of who you're arguing with? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Uh, I think so. (laughs) Like, it's more about the echoes that you're going to receive. Um, You know, sometimes it's easier to admit you're wrong than others. And some of it is based upon the the dynamics of the argument to oh, yeah. to, be, to begin. Sometimes with. you give up early. Sometimes that's that's correct. On television tonight, Big Brother on CBS. I guess there's a house. I guess there's a vote tonight. Is, is your guy still in there? UT guy. Frenchie? No, Frenchie was first oh. one out. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I miss that. You are way behind. Frenchie. Frenchie oh was Shows you how much what I follow Big Brother. <laughs> well, we didn't get to see last night, no. so we'll have tonight, and I guess uh, t- last night's and tonight we'll yes. be able to watch. Uh, I did watch the Dr. Phil show last night. Uh, I just, heard somebody talking about that. Maybe KSR was talking about it yesterday. curious about it. Um, I, I, I'll be interested to see if this is the... Um, you know, when they shoot those, they have the ability to then put them in the order that they think will pull the most people in and make you watch the second one after you watch the third one. If it was the month, if it was late September or October, or in particular, if it was early May when a lot of shows have their season finales and things, I would not give Dr. Phil any, any. but the Yankees game ended about 9 o'clock, and I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? So I just turned it on and watched it. 
Does it have any of his trip to Grayson County? It does in, not. In, in Ken Hallett, uh, it, it stoking does, him down. It does. It does not. Um, I, I got to tell you, um, I thought it was pretty well done. He he ha- he was more mild mannered, I guess. Uh, he was in somebody else's home instead of them coming to his stage. And he was he was kind of mild mannered, and he was he was he was stern, Doctor Phil, but also supportive, Doctor Phil, and even at times funny, Doctor Phil. And he helped this family. I mean, best I can tell, he he really helped this family who were estranged from one another, living in the same house. There was one one of the siblings of the family had basically camped out upstairs for five years and wasn't communicating with most of the family, and he came in and helped. Bridge the gap, mend the fences, and at least, of course, you know, they give you that kumbaya moment at the end, but it seemed like um, it was effective. And so I just thought, well, this is a novel concept. You know, it it helps. It's a different dynamic than what we've been seeing from those types of shows before. So anyway, I thought it wasn't that bad. Will it be appointment television? Probably not. But if that's your type of thing, if you like reality shows and you like, you know, knowing other people's stories and things. And yes, it's still on the DVR, so you can check it out <laughs> and decide for yourself on whether you I was going to say I don't know that it'll be on my or not. It'll be on my watch list. Uh, it really wasn't directing at you. Yeah, I didn't I didn't <laughs> Wasn't he so cut his eyes at me, Miss Ninety Day Fiance over there? That I'm just like, but you know me. You like people. I do know the You are the reality TV expert <laughs> of this show. in the building. Yes. Oh, there's no doubt. Beach Shazam is the season four finale is on Fox See, on what the is that? Beach Shazam season four. Season four finale, yeah. I missed the first four. Hosted by Jamie Foxx, as far as I know. okay. Well, I watched season one. I think I fell out on season two or three. It was too easy. Yeah. So it's trivia. He, oh, he is, it the, so is it the in. music? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. you have so like, to. Yeah. You have yeah. to answer the. It's name that tune, but you're playing against Shazam. Well, you play against the competitors first, and then you advance. And where the big money mm-hmm. is, if you can beat Shazam. So is it all beach themed music then? Oh no. Beat. Beach. Is it beach? No. Beat Shazam. Oh, I thought it was beach Shazam. Shazam. Oh, okay. That's why I was very confused. Okay. On the CW, the season three premiere of Coroner, and on A&E, the season two premiere of Accused, Guilty, or Innocent. So there you go. Hmm. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1934, a plebiscite in Germany approved the vesting of sole executive power in Adolf Hitler. That's a complicated sentence. In 1848, the New York Herald reported the discovery of gold in California. Yes, I learned about that on Bugs Bunny. You all don't remember the gold discovery episode? A Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Blackjack, Chirac, and gold, gold, gold. Everything, everything I need to know about life, I learned on Bugs Bunny and Andy Griffith. Bill Clinton is 75 today. Doesn't it seem like Bill Clinton should be older than 75? Not to me. No? No. I mean, he was fairly young as a president, though, yeah. wasn't he? He was. He was a young president. Because yeah. I know he was elected governor very young. Gerald McCraney is 74. Did so, Gerald McCraney, most recently, was Simon and Simon, but in the 80s. Gerald McCraney, most recently, was... Um, He's the doctor. He's the pediatrician or the uh, the obstetrician on This Is Us. For Kate or the one that had the twins? Yeah, the th- he was the obstetrician for the big three. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know Gerald okay. McCraney. Okay. <laughs> John Stamos is 58. Uncle Jesse is 58 today? Hmm. Kira Sedgwick is 56. Leanne Womack is 55. And Chandler Bing... Well, Matthew Perry is 52 today. Oh, wow. 52. Orville Wright, born this day in 1871. Coco Chanel in 1883. Means you need to smell good today. And uh, Gene Roddenberry, inventor of producer, or the creator of Star Trek 1921. And Hall of Fame jockey Willie Shoemaker, born this date in 1931. Let's go to Chart Toppers. I don't know why I'm playing this song because I've never heard it before. But Jack Scott was number one in 1958 with My True Love. 
the stars. I've heard worse. Sounds like most every other song say, from I've 1958. You have heard worse? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from 1958, you've heard worse? Oh, there's got to be out there. 1967, Aretha Franklin, number one. Baby, I love you. I'm looking forward to seeing Respect. I won't go to the theater and see it, but I do want to see the Aretha biopic starring Jennifer Hudson. Aretha. Let's go to 1976. The city of the year of the bicentennial. And Paul McCartney and Wings. Well, by then, I think they just were going by Wings. And let them in. Do me a favor. Open the door. Let them in. We're getting closer and closer to the, I guess, the 250th. Yeah. yeah. Five years. Yes. Thanks for the reminder, Sam. (laughs) Well, you mentioned that. I'll be 55 when that happens. 55 years old, yeah. Hello, won't be 30. Huey Lewis in the news, The Power of Love, number one this date in 1985. That's the power of love. John Michael Montgomery, Be My Baby Tonight, number one in 94. It's five o'clock somewhere, Alan Jackson in 03. Ellie Goulding and Lights in 2012. They're your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom says, Attack the evil that is within yourself rather than the evil that is in others. Attack the evil that is within yourself rather than the evil that is within others. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.